Okay. All right, cultists, welcome to a very special episode of the... It's a cult meeting, but it's not really a cult meeting. Um, Josh and I both have our robes are on and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, I have a... It's not really... It's not wine. It looks like a nice oaky Chardonnay, but it's not. It's actually... A, Michelob Ultra that I poured into a wine glass. Because <laughs> I feel like uh, what we're going to dive into, it's going to be different. You know, it's um, the main thing is Nathan isn't here. He's on vacation. So he left he's us on vacation, a well-deserved vacation. But he yeah. did also leave us in charge. So I don't know how much of a vacation it will be for him thinking about that decision. But uh, we'll try to make the best of it and make him proud. So <laughs> he will try, but I think he's going to come back and the whole thing's going to be on fire. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think when One he did initially, when he did initially announce the uh, vacation, I believe you did say it's going to be like coming to that episode of Community when he comes back <laughs> and everything's on fire. Yeah, yeah, because he's uh, he's our uh, he's our audio technician. He he does a lot, and he he does deserve this nice vacation. Um, but I don't know where he is. I think he's maybe on the Cayman Islands. He probably has like a island somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't be he surprised. It's he's... where he stashes all of the Vox Crow money. All the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he does. He's just lying on a whole pile of just a one pile of loonies. <laughs> oh yeah scrooge mcduck style yeah yeah just just but it's like a it's it's in the very early beginnings of his company and <laughs> i feel like it's gonna be a very successful company but going into like building yourself up you have like no money so i feel it's like just mm. like five t five loonies and he's just <laughs> diving into it <laughs> yeah just but, goes he just wants to go get his feet wet just like rolling the rolling the jeans up to the knees and just like touching yeah. the coins with his toes like oh with yeah that's, that's the yeah. it's the it's the beginnings um yeah so what we're gonna get into this was something you had thought of a while ago sort of conceptually in school yeah. i remember you talking about it i was very excited about it well I, um, beginning off, I always had this idea for a podcast where I would do like a deep dive into different, um, reality TV shows. Um, I have like a, it's like a digital corkboard of like what I think the first episode's going to be. It's going to be keeping off the Kardashians. Am I going <laughs> to start off with that, that, that juggernaut of a series? I don't think so. So today I... I'm wearing like this moo moo like fleece thing that I got for Christmas <laughs> and it's comfy. You know, I want to invoke the vibes of like sitting down and having like your glass of like whatever and like chatting <laughs> with your BFF and like, really, did you see what happened last night? Oh my God, that was so messy. Like that sort of deal. Like, mm. So I asked Josh to put on a robe and stuff like that. He's oh, he has you a, barely had to ask. I I was all ready for it. I, I'm so mm. into this idea. Because mm. I yeah, uh, and I hadn't watched reality TV really on my own accord since like Flavor of Love. Since then, <laughs> I've seen I've I remember seen things. That. I've seen crazy crazy shit in between now and then. 
but watching it with like people I was with and stuff, it was never anything that I sat down to watch myself. So it's like, well, yeah. except other than Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race and yeah. other think, iterations. Yes, I've watched that, but yeah. it, it has its own formula. So you get used to it. So you're not really surprised anymore. It's more just about the looks and the yeah. other stuff, you it's... know, the personalities and whatnot. So it's 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 its own thing if you just watch that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, this is me coming back to reality TV after a very long hiatus. But with a few nuggets of, of strangeness that I came across, like of things that only lasted one season, I still have that shit burned into my brain between yeah. now and then. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I uh, not necessarily grew up watching reality TV, but it was always on in my house. Like, um, I remember watching Les Stroud's, like he tries to survive in the wilderness and that sort of deal. Um, it was like man man catcher a man hunter on the that network yeah, yeah. i also uh, remember that was, watching that was history channels like weird initial turn of like getting weirder shit well, it was only that... um i think it was like history but there used to be this network on like canadian cable called like the outward outdoor living network, oh yeah it was, called, it was like, like oln or what it, yeah, yeah i remember yeah, that i remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was when i used to watch like departures which is a great show if you want to watch like these two like dopey canadians in their camera guy travel to these most beautiful locations um and yeah it's and cinematography it's, it's great but that's like a whole other like travel note like i used to always watch like our version of MTV, which was like much music, like oh, much yeah. music uh, at night. So much, I used much to, music. I know times when I wouldn't sleep, couldn't sleep like as a preteen and teenager, I would always watch like much music at night. And I would watch like I would see like an episode of um, the Jersey Shore or um, the real life or anything that like I used to watch Pit My Ride and like all this like crazy reality tv shows and i i think it just had like a moment in my heart where like i just i just grew to love them and i grew to love the messiness that comes from it so and it just sort of like pops into like i watch my tlc is like a constant in my house it's the learning <laughs> the network lear- the learning the channel. learning channel yeah. it's yeah. i don't learn anything else uh, besides that the, the duggars suck Yes. <laughs> um, well, most of the Duggars. I'm not talking about those poor victims. The, in the, the, the ones family. that escaped. Yeah. The ones that escaped or like my 600 pound life, which is just like a complete like train wreck. I used to yeah. watch like Intervention. There's like so many reality TV shows I can list off like the top of my yeah. head that I've watched. TLC. When I think TLC, I remember the one trading spaces where they would have like yes. a weird like home decorator come in and fuck their room up for them for like a thousand dollars and it was <laughs> or fuck it was, up their neighbor's room for a thousand dollars yeah and it was like set in like the like mid like early 2000s so you know it was like oh yeah this print, is a brown, world yeah yeah, oh, yeah. that the, like millennial brown that people talk yeah. about and all that stuff so also like it's I love it because like it has like that escapism for me because like if I'm having like a stressful day I'm like at least I'm not on you know the ultimatum or at least I'm not on (laughs) this it's I've also like both Josh and I are like we say all the time in the podcast like we're both tv production graduates 
I've actually, I was lucky enough to, when I was working in Belleville, Ontario, that the Amazing Race Canada was like rolled in and I was able to work with them for like three days as a production assistant. And I get to see like a glimpse of behind the scenes and it's absolutely crazy because like you have like all these producers like the producers are like super like they're running around they're like okay i need a pa to do this 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 and this and it's absolutely a crazy mindset because like there's cameras on like these contestants for like most a lot of the times but then when they're off camera it's completely different like um just like the constant like the like asking them questions asking them like how do you feel about this what do you feel about your components and stuff like that do you think you're better than your components blah 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 and then like they go off to like the next person and it, it's it seems personal but it's also impersonal at the same time so. oh it's it's like the it's it's um the physical version of what all product has to be now it's like how how can we get people to input their information into this it's just yep. they're just that person they're the, they're the robot on the other side of an app that's like but give me all your stuff yeah it's <laughs> and like it, and it's, and then, it's that like sort of action yeah because like you get to know like you know almost everything about these people and then you could switch off the TV and you wouldn't actually still know that person. You know a whole lot about them. They don't know jack shit about you. And so you have like that human like parasocial connection. But then at the end of the day, they don't know you. You don't really know them. And also, I think it also comes from like coming from like behind the camera too. like the, the, your relationships with another person is completely different off camera, which I think we could definitely mm. see in what we're covering today so oh yeah definitely uh i mean this show uh as we'll get into i found was not at all what i was expecting it to be and then also in in certain ways both in the way they edited it and then both in the way mm -hmm. they chose to leave certain things out which i know also sounds like editing but I I guess I mean the way they pieced together what they did keep and then what they chose to leave out but then let them talk about because they yeah. seem to talk about a lot of things that aren't filmed whereas I'm used to kind of a big brotherness where it's like someone goes oh I didn't fuck that person and then you then immediately cut cuts over to like, going, camera womp, yeah. womp, and them fucking and it's like they didn't do that in this show but they did still have some air of that so yeah i'm excited to to get into it and bring it down yeah yeah it's it's a very it's it's a it's a show put on it's like the ultimatum um is it marry me or you know break up something like that i know yeah every time yeah. i went to look it up I, I got like a longer and longer title it was just like it was like the ultimatum yeah. it was ultimatum the ultimatum the ultimatum, uh, marry me or leave me. The ultimatum, marry me or leave me, presented by Nick Lachey and his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a very, going into it, it's, it's a shitty, okay. Trash rat is gone. Sorry, I was just refilling my drink. Uh, I can hear What are you drinking? What? What are you drinking? Uh, Propeller Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of a mug. 
Yeah, I'm drinking. It's this. Yeah, like I said, this isn't an Oki Chardonnay. Make it's what, make Ultra. <laughs> yeah. I was doing some blue collar yeah. work yesterday. I was ripping up the carpet from my dirty stairs. The disgusting carpet uh, that's on my stairs. Was there a nice floorboard underneath at least? There was. Nice. That's awesome. Are you going to put a runner on it or just polish that shit down? I'm just going to polish it. It's Sick. it's a it's a nice and um I'm trying to think of put like something for black splash, backsplash. Anyways, beyond <laughs> the point. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's what we have is oh shit, what the fuck did I do? Sorry folks. This is like like I said, Nathan is the the guy that yeah, there's, really there's gonna be some there's gonna be some hiccups. <laughs> there is gonna be a lot of hiccups. So Going on um, from this is we have like this concept, I guess, brought on by Netflix. Okay. So we have like the ultimatum. Um, you know, it's you have it with six couples, um, each one presenting their partner with a ultimatum where it's just like, if you don't marry me, if you don't propose to me by the end of the show, we're breaking up, which is extremely toxic because, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you think about this concept? Oh, agreed. Uh, just I'll, I'll let you fill everybody in. But yeah, the if you're if you're offering somebody an ultimatum, you might as well just break up. <laughs> you're like, I thought, yeah. So in preparation, I did listen to a podcast. Um which I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, she's this Australian psychiatrist and she's just like, you know, ultimatums in themselves can be toxic, but if you're doing like an ultimatum that is, I guess, the betterment of yourself, like say like your partner is an extreme, ex is an alcoholic or in their drugs and like, it's like a situation that presented itself throughout your relationship. And if you're like, listen, if you're not going to help improve not only yourself, but also it takes a lot of, out of me helping you through this. Like, you know, I think presenting an ultimatum in that might be good, but also there's better ways to do it. Don't just present an ultimatum like right off the bat. Yeah. And, and there's also uh, extenuating circumstances for those situations that you said that aren't about, purely someone's personal goals or satisfaction yeah and that's what all of these ultimatums are about it's just yeah somebody no, going absolutely well, like I, these... I, this is what i want and if you're not gonna give it to me then no. we're gonna break up yeah yeah and it's with in that sort of saying as it is if this is such a super toxic show because getting into it it's like starting off we meet these six couples. I'll I'll talk with them now. So we have um, Alexis and Hunter, um, Jake and April, Zay and Ray, Madeline and Kobe, Lauren and Nathan, and Shanique and Randall. And okay, before knowing anything about these couple couples, I want people to take a guess to how long these people have been dating each other. <laughs> and I'll tell you the longest the longest time these people have been together. Have you guessed? Okay. So 
these all these people have been dating together. So the longest these like one of these couples have st- have been together is two and a half years. Two and a half years, which is crazy. <laughs> so, like, I think one the oldest person's has... twenty eight, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the oldest, oldest person is twenty eight, and the range is like from like twenty two to twenty eight. Now, I was twenty eight last year. <laughs> Can I get married? Did I want to get married? Well, I didn't have a partner, but if I had a partner, I still don't think I would be able to get married because, like, also my finances are shit. Um, I still live in my fucking mother's house. I can't have a partner here. Um, I mean, at one point, the point of getting married was to get out of your mother's house. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> depends you, on what school see- of thought you're subscribing to. In a recent thing, Nova Scotia has a fucking F in her sense of like livability here. So I oh, feel yeah, it like sucks real hard. <laughs> I don't think any, I think the best option would be living here with my mother and that's not going (laughs) to fucking happen. So yeah, it is just, it's crazy because a lot of these people are, they're young adults. They're, they're American. I think a lot of them, especially like, um, I think Zay and Ray, um, a lot of these people have just finished college and so I think a lot of them be like, okay, I've finished this, this big step in my life and now I'm ready for the next step and just slow it down, man. I, I don't understand the idea of getting married and having kids right off the bat. Like, Yeah, it's I mean, just sort of this cultural thing that seems to happen and, and perpetuates and uh, especially for ray she's a nurse she and and as you said she just finished college and she is like why doesn't jake want to get married to me and he's just like well i just got out of the army he's like been in he was like in the army or navy or whatever oh, it was jake and april was, i'm thinking of the wrong people oh because yeah. they oh right because of what yeah we'll get into it at the why. end but uh um, oh, i get into that okay yeah um, but like oh right no yeah i know who ray was with i got lots to say about that but i'll say i'll save it for later so anyway i'll yeah, stop it's, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah and it's just like okay now i'll get into the couples so the first couple we really meet is alexis and hunter alexis you know, I feel like no one has ever told her no in her life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. And I feel like she's, she's like that mean, I feel like she's like that girl who she has, she knows what she wants. And that, and I, and I admire that about these women and some of them, like she knows what she wants in life. But then again, I feel like she is just a bad way going at it. Yeah, there's there's a way of knowing what you want in life that isn't uh, inherently selfish. That yeah. like, you just are, you know, centered and and you know comfortable with yourself. And she's not comfortable with herself. And she wants she, to she's be. Demanding. She wants to be comfortable with her partner. Oh yeah, that was a very obvious thing that she she said. Yeah, because she she said she makes more money than Hunter, but yeah. also the person she marries has to make more money than her. That was something she specified. In a the lot of episodes. this, a lot of this kind of stems of um, 
I don't see it because I'm I'm a queer woman. I'm 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 a lesbian. Um and all my all my relationships, I will kind of put myself on blast. My my longest relationship, <laughs> three months. And that was during the period I was dating men. Three months, that's it. And then I kind of threw in the towel, but that's like a whole other reason of like all this other stuff. <laughs> but like yeah, it's the whole like wanting that commitment and wanting all that and then like also like wanting someone to be the breadwinner. I feel like it's mm. such a old habit that comes from like the baby boomers, the pre-baby boomers, everything like that. Like and we're sort of evolving as a society that we're just I feel especially now like fucking the the rising prices of food and housing accommodations and stuff like that i feel like it's like not feasible to have like yeah. only one person be the breadwinner but then again like you have like it's just everything now that we want as a society like it's not feasible because of the, the rising prices of everything but i i feel like we're sort of evolving it's, into something yeah it's sort of it comes with this way of for years there's been people that split the bill and everything but then never mm -hmm. talk about it like it's hush hush like oh well it's just let's just pretend that that doesn't happen and and then yeah. everybody that's on the extremes is like oh this person pays for this or this person takes care of me and yeah. uh, it 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 all just sort of gets perpetuated for one reason or the other based on different people's perceptions of how their life should be meanwhile the majority the average is probably that most people split the bill <laughs> yeah most people split the bill like it's like first day second day and then sometimes like you'll have one person pay then you have the next person pay it's like always like sort of that but I oh no i mean like, like deep into a relationship when it's dates like if i ask someone out on a date i pay for the whole thing because i asked them out like yeah. i'm talking about i'm talking about people that are like this deep in this like these couple years in it's like you're really still expecting people in this day and age to pay for everything like yeah you know, as opposed to being partners and 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 functioning as like a partnership uh you know so it's uh I don't yeah know. yeah anyways uh then we have hunter which is so alexis issued the ultimatum and hunter was the one that you know he didn't seem like he wanted to get married i don't remember so i don't have any issues with hunter i think he's a very sweet nice guy there's he's just bland there's he's nothing about him super that, bland he is the most bland for sure he's i was really excited to man. see him get into this and i was like wow yeah very milk toast um but he was the one that i was just like that dude's 28 he looks older than me. I thought he was 38. He looks I, like he's 40. I, I, I messaged you sparsely because I wanted to wait to have all these conversations now, but I immediately messaged him. I was like, that dude's fucking 28? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it, it, we get, like, little snippets. Apparently, he likes sci-fi books, which is nice. 
Yeah. And then, Who was like, it that he was with? Because he they, he's with somebody. He was with Madeline. So. Oh, and she's thing, just like. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. So like another thing about this um, TV show is like you have like these couples come in. Like, okay, we issue these ultimatums, and what they do is they set up. They have a week of just people going on different dates with different people. Well, dates as in like they just like hang around the hotel and they just like go on random like sit by the pool whatever stuff like they and they mingle with these people and then after a week they have a decision and so you have mm-hmm. like nate like just stand sitting there talking with whoever he he's, he seems like a really nice guy and mm-hmm. there's like a mo there is a moment we'll get into but like he's he looks like he's like a nice guy um milk toast bland <laughs> yeah you know if <laughs> If white bread had a face, it'd be him. Yeah. Uh, if he, he'd probably think mayo is too spicy. Anyways, seems like a great guy. And I'm, I'm razzing on him a little bit, but he's, he's just there. And I think, yeah. Anyways, I think that that's why Alexis really wants to get married to him because I feel like no one else can really put up with her shit besides Hunter. Oh, for sure. That is it. Like, uh, I, I couldn't believe she's like from another reality show. She's yeah. like, it's like, it's like her and someone else got like mixed up in the, in like the processing pool of like these like studios and they like sent them to the wrong reality show. She's from yeah. some other like crazy love Island or something, which I've never seen, but I assume yeah. she's from some much more raucous uh, reality show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and someone else was supposed to be there. Yeah. And you know what, like, she she has, I feel like she has, like, that mean girl mentality. Like, but I feel like she's, like, come from, like, the South, you know, she's whatever, Dallas or whatever. She's, like, grew up sort of comfortable. She probably was in a sorority, you know. I, I wager most of the people in this show grew up comfortable as we come to see some of their living accommodations and things their families are yeah. into. <laughs> yeah, and it's just you know, it's she she has work she had work done. Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah. She had work yeah. done, but no one told her how to contour her nose. No, it's she she looks like she still did her she still does her makeup like it's like 2016. Yeah, and everyone has like, like the hard, sharp, like white, the hard line. lines. Yeah, she always does that, and I was like, it's "Choice, all right." Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you like whatever good. makes you feel like great. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not knocking like having work done and stuff like that. Like she looks great. Yeah, I'm and not stuff either. like that. But, but like uh, it's it's always like that sort of sense of like these women who like trying to strive for per- perfection. And so I think in their mind is like that perfect, like, you know, that perfect life of like marriage, kids. He's the breadwinner and sort of deal. Mm-hmm. So that's like the vibe. Honestly, right, I think so- my only real true problem with her was just that she was a bully while not being able to contour her nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much it. I was like, why are you the bully? Like, you got, you got, you. everybody has to work on themselves. You got to work on Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'll, let's continue. Yes, we have several more couples to meet. 
All right. And then so we have like the next couple, uh, Madeline and Colby. Mm-hmm. So Madeline, I find she first impression, she was like very chill. Um, it seems like at first she didn't really want to be there and stuff like that. Every dude was kind of like thirsting after her. Not every dude, but a good portion of guys. They were just like, yep, she's hot. Um, and that sort of deal. Um, you know, it looks she was not the one to issue the ultimatum. Uh, this is one of the like um, out of the six couples. This was the this couple and another couple where the men have issued the ultimatum. Um, first impressions, okay. He's very Texan, but like a rich Texan. <laughs> oh, like his daddy the most owns rich a ranch. Texan. <laughs> the like most. His daddy is like oh, an yeah. oil baron. Yeah, like sort of vibes and stuff like that. There is. Uh, yeah, I got thoughts about Colby. Yeah. <laughs> Just and throughout yeah, this, very... he is obsessed. Very obsessed with Madeline. Mm. Like. In this sort of deal, like, he wanted to get married to her after what, like, one and a half years again. One and a half years. Okay. One and a half years. And it's like, he's 25, she's 23. Like. Yeah. It's it's a lot (laughs) because, like, I also feel like maybe. You know, it was always like throughout the thing he was crying because he couldn't be with her he was crying how much he loved her and he goes like Madeline is the one for me i'm like dude it's also like a lot of these things it was like just slow down man like did i feel like he has like a shrine for Madeline. it's insane i I think it's also easier for somebody in his position as we come to see like aspects of his life that he is well off, whether or not he worked ever, you know, kind of thing that uh, to be able to settle down that quickly of like, oh, it's, you know, there we we already have a house it was built like the day i was bored (laughs) for me and my my future wife to move into it's very much that like he he feel i think he's very comfortable in everything that is his own life and that's why he's so quick to get married to honestly anybody they'd be with after a year like, yeah kind of thing and it's also like it seems like sort of the fact like because like madeline has like that pushback that like now mm. like colby is just gonna be the ones like okay now i want her more because yeah. i feel like in the sort of like alexis sort of deal no one's really told him no mm. but instead of getting really mad about it he gets really into it mm. and it, it's just like this weird obsession Good looking dude. <laughs> he looks like that guy like from Top Gun. You know, Jake Sarazen from Top Gun. Can't remember the actor's name, but he's like the blonde. What? Super... I thought Jake Sarazen was the actor's name. You just pulled out the character's name from Top Gun? Some deep cut shit on me? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know the characters from Top I liked Days of Thunder more than Top Gun, so I don't know the well, I li- Top Gun I like Maverick. Top Gun Ma- I should, I oh, I like Top Gun Maverick even more than Top Gun, so I should know this. Shit. 
Yeah, he's like the the blonde one. He goes up against Rooster a lot. He's like oh Hangman. Hangman. Oh yeah, yeah, super chiseled. I know that guy. Yeah, there's a there's a better movie. He's or not a better movie, but he's in another movie where he's nicer (laughs) that I remember him from more. Also, like I could definitely get a Top Gun. How like one of the most gayest movies ever, and I loved it. Oh, it so is. Yeah, Maverick seems a little bit gayer. I don't know. Um, it like in the like twink daddy way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, your your thoughts on Madeline and Kobe? My initial thought, because I think this is also something I broke and was like, I have to text about. I got so enraptured by the first episode and meeting all the people. I was just like, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, Colby, just get out of there. And same way I felt about anybody that was offering the ultimatum. I was like, just get out of there. Just, just leave. Don't do this. I was like, yeah. I will break in there with still team six and rescue Colby. <laughs> just get out of there. Like, yeah, um, you, but, you uh, really liked Colby. I went real hard. I fell for the charm. But then I he does have, have that Texas very, charm. I have some very specific examples of why I didn't last. Uh, that we'll talk yeah. about later. But initially, absolutely, yeah, I got completely captured by Colby. I was like, mm-hmm. I get it, but I was like, just get out of there. Same thing I felt about everybody offering the ultimatum of like, just leave. Um, just, but Madeline, yeah. I felt Madeline seemed like, uh, and maybe again probably just editing but and and but also what you said where everybody wanted to go for her she seemed the most down to fuck uh and i feel like that's why a lot of people went for her i was like she seems the most down to fuck but and and is openly admitting about like yeah if i was just around so and so yeah we'd fuck (laughs) yeah like it's also because like she wasn't the one to all to offer the ultimatum yeah. So because like a lot of these men, I feel like they're the who ha- who have been issued the ultimatum. They're just like, I don't really, you know, want to get married yet. And this is like the first like week or so. So mm. they're just like, here's this chill ass girl who doesn't really want to be here. And she's and the fuck. So mm. why not? Yeah. All right. Next couple. Right, Shanique and God or actually, it. you can start. Actually, you can keep going because I can still hear. <laughs> you just want to have my like, commentary. All right. So, cultists, uh, here's the next couple: Shanique and Randall. Um, you know, Shanique, she offered the ultimatum. Um, you know, she prides herself. Uh, she's a. She finds she's like a very successful. She's um, prides in being she wants to be a wife and she wants to have like that nice like wifey roles with the exception of doing the dishes just get a dishwasher it's fine um and then randall i think randall was the most realistic kind of into this he's like he kind of goes with the flow he's realistic about the financial strains that kind of comes from from a wedding and you know kids that you can have um, you know, Sneak, she's she's gorgeous. Don't even get me wrong, she's a model, and I feel like there's nothing wrong on wanting the finest things in life. I would love to have like the finest things, you know. Uh I feel like she wants like, a very big wedding. 
all that stuff. She wants to be glamorous. And I and I love that about her. And I feel she's one of my favorite people going into this. Um, even though she has issues the ultimatum, and I do acknowledge like very toxic, but she's like she knows what she wants, and I and I do acknowledge that. And I feel like she wants someone to live this life with her and she wants to have a partner that you know also helps with the kids she has this conversation with Zay another couple that we're gonna be getting into next but she really wants you know I like Shanique I think you know she's realistic and she kind of she stands up for herself a lot and I really like that about her I I definitely agree I think really the biggest slight I can give to anybody in the show, even though we'll kind of be breaking down their psyche mm. is that they're all young. The, I don't yeah. ever feel anybody acts out of character for being a 23 year old or 24 year old or whatever, like in these situations, you know, like they all kind of do things I'd expect and do things I've seen myself do or seen other people do when we were in our twenties. And it's like, yeah, I kind of get, I get that. Like there, there is a weird uh, way they captured the reality side of things with this show, and I and I saw it in reviews even that I read like as I was kind of like researching the show a bit that that they they put them in places that look like you could also be there and and stuff. It's like they put them in kind of simple places, simple apartments, and and you see them having these conversations. So it kind of comes across a bit more real. Yeah, and. You know, I like Randall for this because, like, he's he's very he seems like he loves Shanique very much, and he's but he's very realistic because he's just like you know we, we can't afford to have this big wedding that she wants. We can't afford to have kids yet. You know, he wants to be financially stable, and that's like I think a reason why that's holding him back. So yeah, and I can completely appreciate it. You know, and. Yeah, he seems, and he seemed a little apprehensive, you know, at the very beginning, because you like the first couple episodes, he's like hanging around these other women, but he doesn't seem to really get into it as other people have gotten into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Going into, we have April and Jake here. Just give me one <laughs> yes. Let me, yeah, let me just, sure. let me just, let me just. This couple, man. <laughs> it's April. This she is... issued the ultimatum. No shit. And yep, she did. She really, really wants kids. Mm. Um, and Jake, Jake was in the military. You know, military have like all this structure and all this stuff. Like you're doing a lot of like bang 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 you kind of have like your whole day your whole thing you're you have like this whole set of rules that you have to follow in the military and i feel like he just wants freedom either with or without april but getting into it like this guy is he in one of the first couple episodes he said he hasn't really been disciplined as much say as like other kids have but i feel it doesn't really make him a bad person like but i feel like he's definitely not ready 
you know. And I feel out of all the couples <clears throat> that I saw, this is the one that's going to break first. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely the fact that he'd only been out of the military for a very brief time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the pouring sound on the microphone. It actually is like, that's some straight ASMR shit. <laughs> it's real crispy. <laughs> but uh, he was the one that, uh, yeah, he'd just gotten out of the military and hadn't had any of this time to have any freedom to go on a trip down south or do any any small mm-hmm. thing. Like, it doesn't seem like he wants, like, the world. It just seems like he wants some small things. And she is really, really excited to go forward. But she also admittedly and consistently talks about fertility problems. So she Mm -hmm. has this pressure on herself that she's putting on to her partner uh, that's not being dealt with by anybody. (laughs) No, no, it's it's definitely a, a lot. You see this in this couple and we see, I think, a lot of couples like a lot of these issues instead of going on a tv show like this as entertaining as it is can be solved with going to couples therapy or even just talking about it in general and admitting things yeah and it's just therapy is great but a lot of times people don't even talk about it at all yeah and you know she said like right off the bat she's like oh yeah i'm a crazy bitch and i'm just like okay good to know (laughs) And I feel like April's like she's she's very quirky. She's I think you know, she's quirky. She really wants to get married. Um it's I feel like her and Jake have like their their personalities. I think they're they've been dating for like two years. Yeah. And they're young. And I feel like he's just got the military and all that stuff, like in reality, you know, it's some people do get married very young. Like I've known like a handful of people who I went to high school who got married when they were like 21, 22. And they're just babies in this sort of sense. Like they weren't just they're not really fully developed adults yet. And it's just you know. Yeah. Oh, I got married at 25. And if there's anything this show reaffirmed, it's that people in their early 20s should get married. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's a... We'll get into them later, but it's just... <laughs> this is like a prime example why this program, I feel, doesn't really work. It doesn't work. And I feel like it just pressures people. It's like this huge, huge pressure. And that's why ultimatums, I feel, ultimatums for like one single reason to benefit one person is not a good thing. And I feel like instead of sending them off into different people, I think they just put them in a big therapy session. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I would say the show as a a train wreck as a like thing i want to look at because what's going to happen next it Mm -hmm. functions in that way and it works in that way but conceptually it's pretty light from the beginning about what the rules are it's almost 
really leaning into the social experiment aspect of things and trying mm -hmm. to keep things like loosey goosey so that stuff happens through most of it uh uh there's open bottles of liquor behind people as they're having conversations so <laughs> let's also get into this not a glass insight it's nothing but metal like metal drinking containers like what metal yeah. wine glasses metal goblets i think i i wonder what it is are they afraid probably the so they don't have glass to hurt themselves with probably because like the... drunk as fuck <laughs> oh yeah they... when they, the the scenes where like and not to skip ahead but the scenes where people are having conversations in bed there's always like a open bottle of like jack daniels or patron so like fucking yeah. tequila and then a jar of sour gummies and i was like <laughs> what's the jar of sour gummies for and i figured it out they're drinking the liquor straight and eating the sour gummies for a chase. And that's for sure what they're doing. Cause it's like so many times that we see where people are having conversations and there's just yeah, a bottle of liquor. They're clearly yeah. taking swigs from you see sometimes yeah. in shots that someone has the bottle in their hand. So it's like <laughs> the hilariously yeah. volatile set they created for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next couple is Lauren and Nate. This is the second couple where the men has mm. issued the ultimatum. Jake looks like a psychopath. Nate, you mean? Like, Nate, sorry. Yeah, I was like, there is a Jake. I was like, but I think we're well, on Nate, yeah. They, and they I agree, also Nate, does look, Nate does look like a psychopath. I agree, this couple may be the most uncomfortable. Yeah, and I'm just like, when I was watching, I was like, Lauren, run, run. I swear yeah. to God. Like, you yeah, said you're getting she it. Seemed like really SEAL sweet. Team 6 for Colby? I'm getting SEAL Team 6 for Lauren. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed really sweet and really... Yeah. Unsure about a lot of stuff. She seemed pretty legit. And yeah, I did feel bad for her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like... She like she's realistic. She's like, I don't want kids. And Nate is like, I want kids. I want a lot of kids. I want blah 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 blah. And then because she's just like, and she said like she doesn't want a relationship where it's built on sacrifices. Like she doesn't want to give up the happiness of herself and have kids just for Nate. And I feel like Nate. He he looks like a man who just wants a mommy wife. Like he wants her, her his partner to take care of the kids and of him. It's just like the vibe that I get from him. Yeah, it's de he definitely has like great big house with three entrances, uh, you know, fridge in the garage type of like white suburban life. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel also, like he is just uh, unsettling and turns on a dime uh, at one point where it's like, and or a couple times I should say, turns on a dime and it's like, yeah, there's like obviously producer interference in this kind of like show and mm -hmm. stuff like that and things that they reset. I can talk about times I noticed things like that and 
ultimately my opinion of reality shows is that it's it's kind of similar to wrestling that there is the stuff that the producers do there's the stuff that is real and hurts people and then there's the stuff that nobody planned for and i think all three of those things happen just in the same way they do with wrestling it's just a very different medium and so he the way he reacted a couple times i was like "Ooh, this guy doesn't i feel upset (laughs) yeah yeah and that is one thing to acknowledge like these are just based like opinions from what i see on screen could Mm -hmm. it be completely different off like off camera yes like we don't get the full picture but this Mm -hmm. is kind of what i get so far and because we'll get into it and we don't get a whole lot of lauren and nate or elect well we do get a lot of alexis but like a lot of like (laughs) more than i thought (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just it's just sort of like this is like the understanding that i get is he maybe he's more hands-on off screen is he more whatever i don't know i mean Mm. it's what we see up front so uh and i think the last couple is ray and zay and ray and zay ray and zay so ray issued the ultimatum um i susan matter like okay she probably has a vision board of her life and her dream wedding and everything that she wanted off the bat from the first episode that changes throughout this throughout this season um yeah she's smart but and zay zay doesn't really look after sort of like he's trying to graduate he doesn't want to get married because he doesn't feel like he's there yet but he kind of gives me like he's not ready to take care of his emotions yet he he's the most immature of the entire cast like he absolutely. is yeah he's he's not ready we learned that he he had some trauma when he was a young kid and i get that um and stuff like that um and i feel like he's sort of like running away from that so and you know like i feel like 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 i said before a lot of these issues can be helped with either talking or seeing a therapist. Oh, for sure. So, like, either as a couple or for their own selves. So. So, that's sort of, like, episode one where we kind of, like, meet the um, the couples. We meet what the sh- whole show is about. Like, we see Nick Lachey and his wife. I don't even... This is crazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember I think, her name. I don't remember like, her name either, but I, I was like, it's so weird because all of the people on this show are too young for it to be weird that Nick Lachey is, like, tell, talking to them about their relationship. But it's like, you think about, like, 
people our age right now who are watching it and are just like, Nick Lachey's talking to them about their relationship. It yeah, would like, be Nick wild. Lachey fumbled <laughs> the bag when it came to Jessica Simpson, so I can't really, you know. I'm sure his oh, new wife sure. is lovely. Yeah, and I mean, I remember all of that. Uh, like, they had their own show that was them, like, the chicken or fish thing. I think yeah, that, she that was, like, like, an early internet meme. I love but, that. uh, That's, like, another, like, reality TV show that, like, I only saw an episode of, and it was crazy. Oh, it's wild. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, it's just that weirdness of... And I think it's just the weirdness of getting old. Because when you look back at stuff that like our parents were watching, it's like, oh, the announcer on this is the guy who like voiced a thing mm-hmm. from their favorite cartoon. It just it's just a cycle that perpetuates. And it's like, oh, yeah, that does kind of make sense that Nick Lachey <laughs> would be on a show like this. But it's, it is like funny that it's lost on the people who are on it, whereas it, it, it yeah. wouldn't be for people who are older. But. So. I never really grew up with Nick Lachey aside from knowing that he was married or was in a relationship with Jessica Simpson. I think I, he was in 98 is, Degrees? Maybe? <laughs> the the less known boy band. Pretty much, yeah. The, so, yeah, there was like 98 Degrees and a couple other ones that were like the, the lower tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I know is NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Well, I used to get the, do you remember the Disney Adventure magazine? It was like a little, like, book, usually. Yeah. I used to get that, like, every month, and there'd be comics. And in the back, it would be comics, like, about wh- whoever was popular at the time. They'd be like, yo, you want to, like, be in a superhero comic, but you're the Backstreet Boys? And they'd be like, yeah. So, it, like, at the back, like, after, like, there'd be, like, a bunch of movie news like throughout oh it and that's why i wanted it and at the back there'd be a bunch of comics which i'd also read so it'd be like a pepper Ann comic or, or whatever other disney channel show was on at the time and then it would be like oh it's backstreet boys but they have like a base like thunderbirds and they would like go down and like and i spit and it's funny i specifically remember the 98 degrees one theirs was like an underwater base <laughs> and then like nick lachey was like at the like front of like a de- fucking like you know, like some like manta ray shaped submarine that they took oh off. Oh my god! Yeah, I would feel like, like ninety eight <laughs> degrees. It would be like a lava based. Um, you think layer? I you would think. <laughs> Anyways, so also in this episode, you kind of get like into the dating. So you have like these like last mornings together. Um, so you have like this. I feel like. I think the editors do this on purpose where you have like the, the last morning together and then you have like Randall and Shanique, you know, they have like this sweet sort of conversation. They're just like, no, we really do love each other. Like maybe this like experience will bring us together as a couple or it could help us see what we, you know, what we can you know, accomplish on her own and stuff like that. And, you know, very emotional and stuff like that. And then it cuts to April and Jake. April's like walking on Jake and <laughs> like grappling onto him. And it's just like, I feel like that's like a image that April has. Like she just clings. She's a very yeah. clingy person. And we see that. And it's just like, she constantly wants to touch. She constantly wants to 
be connected to a person. So, and then, you know, we have Alexis and Milk Boy. Um, <laughs> no, no hate to Hunter. It's it's just it's, it's true just though. It is true. It He's is. the most boring white guy. He was the guy I thought who was too old for the competition. I think he knew he was too old for the competition because as we've kind of talked about, there's a maturity level. And as the mm-hmm. show goes on, there's also you see people like activate maturity levels a little bit like for, for different things, like not necessarily for the better or like in a no, perfect yeah, way, but it's... you see people sort of like go, OK, and have a realization. He clearly was like, I'm not getting involved in any of this crazy shit because this is going to be a shit show. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's. It's funny because, like, <laughs> Alexis is, like, a little, like, she's she's a little apprehensive. She doesn't really want to see Hunter go and stuff like that. And why are you doing this? She she issued the ultimatum. She, I think, probably wanted them to be on this show. Um. Also, I think she had a boob job, which is fine. I had a boob job. Well, breast which reduction, one? but... Who do you think had a... Alexis, well, because oh like, yeah, 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 I because we think, can see the nipples yeah, through sense. through the shirt. Either it was super cold. Or... Oh, <laughs> oh, there's a few times you can see the nipple through the shirt for multiple people. Yeah, it can it can be a thing. It depends on what you're wearing, but yeah, uh, again, yeah. I mean, and and uh, yeah, as you were saying, uh, nothing wrong with uh, getting some work done. I don't have anything against people wanting to get work done, Sorry, but uh, if we're gonna get personal about it. Uh, plastic surgery creeps me out sometimes. <laughs> like elective plastic surgery of like the Sorry. of like the face and stuff like that. That's more what I'm talking yeah. about. Does your mom want to say hi? <laughs> no, she's off to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I thought she was coming in. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, um, with like. Um, it's fine i don't care if people get plastic surgery it's for what they like and stuff like that and um what was i going with this (laughs) i think we were talking about it you brought up that alexis like looks like she had work done and then i started talking about it and then we kind of got off the rails yeah yeah you know it's (laughs) fine you know i don't care if you get like plastic surgery and stuff like that like just learn how to contour your nose (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you're gonna contour your nose at least know how to do it all right but i Anyways. think uh i think we're at they're starting to split now and yeah is what we're at also like we get the, like this is like the whole editing process and stuff like that but like we have like this moment with like colby and madison Madeline, Jesus, uh, where he looks like he's like he keeps saying stuff about things that she needs to change, but I don't get a sense of anything that he says himself needs to change in this moment. Mm. And oh, well, he's like, a perfect little boy. He is a perfect <laughs> little boy. Yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. And he's you know. Anyways, and it's just like he just really wants to be with her. Really does. And I'm like, does, does he need a kidney? 
is he a mm-hmm. black widow or did, did he take out life insurance on her like slow down jesus and then you know after that no more morning interviews and this is like getting to the whole structure of like this episode like this the first couple episodes are so like information heavy oh yeah they're pretty wild that i feel like i should like it's extremely in-depth and like the rest of like the episodes besides some points i just have nothing really to say about them i Um, i definitely have some like production notes about a couple things that will be funny there will be the, the, to say uh but Which i, totally I would love get to hear saying. but like yeah i i totally get what you're saying though that yeah there's um when it's it, there was like really extreme lows of just like okay it's people talking about their feelings and it's like oh and then there's an extreme high of of, yeah. of like a very dramatic change and i think well obviously that's where you're heading we're gonna touch base on that so yeah let's let's do it yeah and also it's just like so then after like they separate you have like them having these little dates with everybody and so we see april you know it's she's not really connecting with the boys because she's so baby heavy that you know she's like i kids 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 and i think a lot of these guys are like i'm not sure yet you know like yeah (laughs) yeah they're pretty much all like not sure if they want to get married and she's just like but what about like bringing a spawn of our own dna into this universe you know like um my parents had me and then they got married um probably like uh yeah you know we we have a kid you know we like each other enough like might as well get married that turned out fine divorce <laughs> yeah my parents never got married so i mean i don't know are we both technically bastards i think we're both bastards <laughs> i think we are i think we are <laughs> I, yeah i technically by that definition i am a bastard so um, I, I, do you ever watch uh like flintstones or jetsons yes because I remember watching an episode of the Jetsons where they find out that they're bastards and they say it. Uh, so they find so like uh, George and uh, Jane. Yeah, because I remember the theme song, Jane, his wife. So George and Jane find out that a con man actually married them. So they weren't legally married. So the two kids, uh, Elroy and, and what's her Judy, start putting paper bags over their heads and they're like oh we can't be seen in public because we're bastards oh my god because they were born out of wedlock and but I'm like, yeah, that was I'm... like probably like made in like the 60s or something yeah 50s or 60s their so depiction like... of the future <laughs> from the 50s and so 60s funny. standpoint yeah so like the, the, like, the morals oh are still set in the 50s yeah so <laughs> Yeah, but like all right. Anyways, moving on from the point. <laughs> <laughs> like so we see them and it's just like 
they're going on dates and stuff like that. Um, Alexis is, um, I feel like out of all these men, Hunter, the person she came in with, is definitely just the guy for her because we always say he's milk toast. I feel like he's like a yes man for Alexis. And I feel like if these guys say like no to her and we see that with Colby because she has like a little moment with Kobe and she's like, I like Kobe. I think he's hot, all this stuff. And I feel like she likes Kobe because like Kobe's like that Texan good boy, that sort of deal. Like Mm. he's... You know, he's good looking. He, he's a he cowboy. Seems to her, he's well off. He's, yeah, I, I think he seems to her as a sure thing. And then it's, as you said, it's the first time someone said no to her in her life. So and she sticks it, on it. it. It comes up a lot. <laughs> it does more than it should. Like, and then you get, um, yeah, it's because she, first off, when she has this conversation with Kobe, she's just like, you know, I make more than Hunter, even though I feel like I should be taken care of. It's something I feel like I should be married to a guy who's going to be making more than me and all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, this isn't the fucking feudal era. You know, like she wants to be married for, I feel like for financial stability. And I'm like, is your father marrying you off to a family to secure financial gain for to secure land or goats or whatever? Like, no, I mean, it's 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. We're not at that point. We're not regressing to that yet. So wait a couple hundred years. Maybe we'll go back to like medieval eras. I'm hoping. Anyways, um, so Kobe is like, he doesn't feel that. He's, I feel like he wants to take care of his wife, but he also doesn't want someone who's going to nag him. Like, I feel like Alexis going to. Alexis, I feel, is like that, that wife stereotype where she's going to nag. And I feel like Hunter is like that guy who's just going to go with me like, yep, okay, okay, whatever you say, dear. So, yeah. And then we get like with Madeline, you know, she's like, she's either, she goes on a date with Zay and like Zay is like kind of like sexually aggressive. We get that. He's like. Zay is sexually aggressive all the time. <laughs> he is. He is. And we see that with him and this person he's going to pick, which we'll get into. So, or too nerdy, because she goes on like a little date with Hunter, and Hunter's like, Yeah, I got a wild side. And she's like, Oh, yeah? Yeah, what's your wild side? And he goes, like, I like sci fi books. <laughs> and I'm like, She's like, oh, Okay. And I'm like, Honestly, like that guy's version of spicy is watching a rated R movie, probably. (laughs) (laughs) So like, and then she goes on a date with Randy, uh, Randall, which I just, I give these guys like little like nicknames and stuff like that. So I call him Randy. 
and Randy is chill off the bat. He's chill and he's super realistic. He's like a little apprehensive from what they show. And I said, like, Randy is like the kind of the hot guy who's in like your psych eval class who is like super chill and stuff like that. But you also know who is like super smart. So if you get paired up with him, it's like a you're like, oh, he's hot, but he's also smart. Mm-hmm. So. And then we get ass shot. And then Laura. Yeah, I was going to say many ass shots <laughs> throughout. Well, I shouldn't say throughout. In the first couple episodes, because there's sort of a weird, like, there's a there's a air of a certain type of reality show for the first couple, ep- first three episodes. And then it's a very different show for, like, several episodes. And then there's, like, the last two. Yeah. Like, and then you get, like, the scene with, like, herself and Kobe where Laura thinks, like, Kobe's hot. You know, I do get that. He has, like, the straight teeth, the Texas charm, and stuff like that. I fell for it. (laughs) Yeah, you fell for it. And then you have, like, this conversation (laughs) with, like, Laura and Kobe, and she's just like, you know, I'm not ready for kids yet, man. Like, I don't want kids. Like, she's... She's young. She's just been dating like Nate for like a year or so. And you know, like goes like, yeah, yeah, I get that. And he goes like, but I feel like I could be there to help her see it through. And I'm like, I made a note where she's just like, she needs to run from this hotel. Yeah. She needs to run. And then I, I also saw something Chelsea like Kobe's like, yeah, like we'll wait, we'll wait to have kids, but like this proves my theory later on but like as soon as kobe is flat like like gets her wedded it's like kobe is flushing down the birth control and putting holes in the condom (laughs) as soon like as soon as possible like he wants to get that person he wants like it's just some straight nunnery yeah and then we go with ray and like ray and jake they just hit it off like and then you go with like Jake saying like I came here because like I was issued an ultimatum like I don't feel like I'm ready to get re- ready to marry to April but I might be ready to get married to someone else. And yeah. And he he says it so much that he's he like does. I got dragged here, I got forced here, whatever. It's such a constant like thing that he's is like, the only thing he says. It's it's weird because like you you see like it's like this huge connection between himself and Ray. And it's it's just like you know. <laughs> and then it's it's just like him and Ray together are just like he's like, "Oh, I'm so comfortable. I'm so open. She's hitting all the right boxes and all this stuff." And I'm like and I feel like We'll get into it because, like, like, in the next episode, you know, it's we get into this like the the end tale of the week. You know, they're they're getting you know still dating around and still like connecting with the different contestants and stuff like that. And then Jake is like really into Ray and stuff, but. Also, Alexis will not leave Colby alone. 
And we see this moment where in the previous episode where they break off, they have like, you know, an a night in like the hotel bar and stuff like they have like special like icebreakers and stuff like that and you know Kobe looks like he's wearing a stupid like cowboy hat which which Madeline who he showed up with just chastises him for and she shits on him a lot which is pretty funny like she's always like every time it cuts to like a fucking talking head of of madeline she's yeah. just like ugh, yeah ugh, this thing he does ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck why are you with him then yeah and then like they play like a drinking game like if you like uh either tell the truth or drink mm. um so like some guys are like yeah like i like i like i like madeline and all this stuff and like kobe looks like he could kill a man <laughs> and then like Hunter throws this whole like that tail end. He looks like he has like a thousand yard stare. And it's just it's so uncomfortable. Like these dates are very uncomfortable. Well, this especially, as you said, the the like truth or dare thing that they did, uh, because it it doesn't feel like they even got very far into it, especially no. from the editing and stuff like there's only a few questions we see. We don't see that many reactions. It's just like, no. has so-and-so ever had sex with like more than one person at a time or more than one person in one day, I think is how they yeah, put it or to like keep it light if, or whatever. Yeah, or someone like you ever, ever had sex with a hat on. They all look at Colby. Oh, which they got Colby with. Of course he wore the, wore the fucking cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, and then that night, like, Alexis gets rejected because Kobe is like, listen, like, I, I feel like I don't see you as wife material for myself. And she's just doesn't like it. And they have like this moment, like the next morning. And it's just like, she's still upset about it. And we see this the next morning. Because they're having like probably like, brunch drinks and stuff <laughs> like that. And they're just like, she's like, okay, I want you to tell me why you don't see me as this. And I'm like, girl, he told you. He told you. And then you have like, he's like, okay, great. Like, I just, I don't, you're, I'm not attracted to you. And then she just flies off the rails. She was like, well, mm. Madeline and I like look the most similar together. I'm like, not really. No, not no. At all. I mean, like you look more similar to Lauren than you're like, both Madeline. blonde. <laughs> that's the only thing is like they're, she, they're just blonde, and then that's it. And she just like she can't get over it, and then she just goes like, and Colby gets up and leaves, and so she goes up and. Conveniently enough, I feel like because like the producers were like, "Oh shit, they're they had a bit of beef last night. Let's put Hunter and Madeline mm. together." So like they both like she gets up, she's like, "I like I see you, you're great, and I just don't get why you're with him. You know, he's such a jerk. He whatever." And I'm like, "Whoa." Mm. And then we see cut to fucking Coley crying 
<laughs> about over Madeline. I'm like, then why did you set up with this whole thing? You know, like he's he's upset because he goes like, you know, like she's like the perfect girl to be, and seeing her like over there with the other guy is like so weird. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, damn. Like fuck you, no sympathy. <laughs> I don't have, I don't really have sympathy for any, a lot of these people. I do have sympathy for Lauren, Lauren, and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just this whole thing becomes like this huge mess. But a lot of it in the later episodes, I find is like a boring mess because you get these people meeting the families and like meeting the friends in the later episode and it's just like what do you expect you know yeah well they don't let the families fly off the handle like they used mm-hmm. to in like old school like uh mm-hmm. reality shows so it's like everyone goes to meet the family and the family loves them like yeah end of story it there's no there's yeah. no uh dramatic stakes for pretty much like most of the episodes like out of like everything after episode three to episode eight i think is like mostly there's like probably 12 minutes or 20 minutes of like actual like shit that's interesting in those like interim episodes and so much of it is just them like staging them at like okay they're like at their apartment and okay you want to sit on the bed and like argue and you know obviously they wanted to argue and shit like that but the one that really broke the mold for me of like the sit around argue conversations was uh uh randall and uh shanique Mm. and they were trying to talk and you could hear the dog squeaking a toy (laughs) during the conversation they were like having a super serious conversation and be like yeah well you know like i i like feel this way but like i gotta feel this way too and like and stuff and you hear like meep like in the background (laughs) and i feel like you could you could start to see though in the cuts it was like randall was like holding onto a dog toy and the dog was like biting on it and then it would cut to to like the just the single cam of Shanique and the dogs on the bed and then it would cut to the wide and the dogs on the bed in a different spot and it like cut around a bunch till eventually it got down to the dog was just sitting by Shanique they were like the dog cannot keep fucking around <laughs> but it was super funny I was like that really like ruined some of the magic of this scene for yeah, sure yeah. and going back and you we still have these dates and it's just like the way that I have it edited, like it just, they make Nate seem like a psychopath. Is he a psychopath? Mm. I don't know. But he's like, I said, he's like a mix of like a Patrick Bateman, Bateman wannabe and a pick me boy who just wants a one, like a mommy wife. And I felt like he connected really well with April because April just wants kids she wants it so badly. Mm. And they should have ran out together. They should have. And I thought yeah. they were going to like go together, but we'll see that that's not going to happen. And it's like he I feel like he would have like weaponized incompetence 
that's like mm-hmm. a big term that's being like thrown around today and you know for kind of like good reason because i feel like he would do like try to help around but do it badly on purpose so she would fix it and like just not ask him to do it again also like anyways and you know we still look at my notes it's just dates still like repetition of like before like lauren you're like kind of like jumping from the frying pan that is nate Mm -hmm. into the fire with colby because i feel like you know lauren still doesn't want to have kids and i feel like once if she gets in a relationship with colby or chooses colby i feel you know like they're gonna she's at gonna end up pregnant or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah and you know you still they're kind of like getting into like the next night they're all connecting they're still chatting and stuff like that they're chatting about who they like and everyone just gets mad almost everyone except for hunter hunter's just like standing there he's just like whatever but you know, people are crying because like, oh, we're gonna break up. We're gonna choose someone else. Meh, 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 meh. And then, I mean, now everyone's gonna like butt hurt and jealous because like they're talking about their partner in a certain way. And then you have like Jake and April. They go off and they have like this fight, and he's being like super aggravated towards her. And I feel like Jake is, like, the sort of guy who, like, kind of, he's projecting and being a jerk. So it might be easier for her if he breaks up with her or trying to be a jerk. So it's just, like, she's going to break up with me because I'm acting this way. And then April runs off. She's crying. And then we get, like, this really sweet moment between April and Hunter. And I mm. feel like this is why he's such a, I think, a good pick for Alexis because I feel like he's just an emotional teddy bear. Not that yeah, he's he emotional. Knows how to, he knows how to, you know, he knew how to shut the situation down appropriately. Yeah. And like pump her up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, it's just like, it's just like a whirlwind of emotions. This first like couple like episodes and you do get like that sort of emotional overdrive in like the later episodes but it's just like them just talking like you do get like these emotions but you do in these episodes it's like more exciting and on the point it's Mm. just like bang 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 like this person's emotional no this person's emotional this person's feeling this way and then like the later episodes you get like these like little interconnecting between like dates and stuff like that and then them just like going up for coffee or they're meeting their <laughs> friends and then yeah anyways. here's my stepdad <laughs> here's my stepdad he's my mom he's my friends from college all that sort of deal so and then we get sort of like this weird night where Nick Lachey and his wife is there, and they're just like, who are you guys going to pick? 
like I don't think it's like the actual choosing ceremony. I feel like it's just like a, a night of being like, what are everyone's impressions? Where who are they gonna pick? So first we get the first pick, which is Shanique and Zay, and I don't think that's like a, a big surprise. I feel like they sort of connected more. That sort of things. Um mm. and Nate was like, damn, who am I going to pick? And he keeps picking, like, trying to pick all these people. And they say, like, oh, no, I'm going to choose this other person and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, fuck. Because I feel like he thinks no one's going to pick him. The next one, you get Ray and Jake. It's kind of obvious. You know, they're connecting more. And then you get Madeline and Randall. And... (laughs) You have this moment where Jake is like, hey, hey, Madeline. Yeah, I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you. Come on. Come on. It's like that annoying kid in like your high school like class. You're just trying to like get like, come on, be my partner. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, no, man. It's got that energy. Yeah. And then Alexis because like April was like, I'm like, I don't know, like either I'm going to choose Hunter or I'm going to choose Nate and all this stuff. And like Hunter just like looks like what? And then you mm-hmm. look at Alexis and Alexis is fucking fuming. And she just stands up at the table. She's like, yeah, like, I don't know why. Like, I feel like. I see my soulmate over there, and he's just like, you know. Sorry, just Siri popped up. No, <laughs> not the I time. Said soulmate, Siri. not Siri. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> she's just like, I don't like my soulmate's over there. Whatever. Like, it's so hard for me to say. Yeah, you know, good for you. Blah 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 blah. She just like just stands up, and and then it's just like crazy because. It turns to Hunter and it's like, Hunter, who are you going to choose? And then April looked so sure that she was going to get picked by Hunter, but nope. I thought she like, was too. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to marry Alexis. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> and then it goes like, so it just goes, he gets that one day, he proposes to Alexis. And of course she says yes, because she's Which just been crazy. I was not expecting that shit no. at all. Like, especially then, so early in something to its I concept. Know. I was like, what the I fuck? I know. I know. Either either he's like came to a realization that he was just comfortable with Alexis, or the producers are like, do it, do it. They're like, <laughs> they have like a pair of scissors. I'm like, do it. <laughs> in order to spice things up so i don't know and then what you have is the nice big bombshell which kind of goes into like episode three because they're just like we get like this thing mm-hmm. she says yes everyone's happy for her but then you have nate get up drop to one knee and propose to lauren 
Which... The way he does it too, he's just like, oh, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> it goes on oh, over man. and it's it's crazy because and then she says yes Hmm. which is crazy i was surprised she said yes i was surprised too i thought she was gonna be like listen like i love you but we still have this whole other set of issues that we gotta work out well we do we do get the like hotel cam we do we do afterwards which is kind of that <laughs> it is it is that they sort of talk about it but it's just like and then everyone's just like wait did you just propose because nate proposed did you just whatever <laughs> and like april like has like a point where she's just like you know everyone is fucking like you just did it because Hunter did it. Like he feels like he sort of just stole yeah. their spotlight and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah. yeah, well like when we're talking, like he had like, he was looking at my tits the whole time, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and it just feels like I was surprised. I'm like, but I think that Lauren said yes, but maybe the producers had Lauren's family like locked away. So it kind of forced her to say yes because like no one was going to choose Nate. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like maybe that's why. <laughs> so we so we end up so now we have four couples instead of six paired off. So once these couples are paired off, the couples are um, April and Colby, um, Zay. And Rick, uh, sorry, Zay and Shanique. And then we have Ray and Jake and Madeline and Randall. So those are her separate couples. And I'm just wondering, who do who do we think are gonna have sex first? Who do we think are gonna <laughs> I mean, so, my... far, so far my money is on Ray yours? and Jake. Mine, uh, yes, definitely. It was like them and uh, Randall and uh, Madeline. Madeline. It was like those two couples. I was like those two. I'm not surprised about anything they do. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. I was like, whatever they do, I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah. So it was both of those couples, but I probably would have put it more into. Uh, the first one that you said, not Madeline and Jake, the other one, the other two. Yeah. So instead of like going into like complete like episode breakdowns, because like we've done a lot of like talk about it because we've had like a lot of like information sort of like pushed upon this for like the first like three episodes. So instead of going each episode down breakdown, I might do that if I do a podcast surrounding it. This is just us sort of just talking about what we've watched um so kind of like throughout their sort of like three week trial period of being quote-unquote married to their selected partner um we get a lot of people meeting the other person's parents 
We get a lot of them um, sort of going out on little dates. We get a lot of like fighting in bed. Um, But we also get like a lot of just like, we do get a episode where we see Alexis on her bachelorette because she's getting married. Oh my God. which i was surprised to see that she came back so quickly i was like we're not going to see her until the reunion episode but the fact that she came back so quickly for the the bachelorette with everybody yeah but uh i think yeah up up to that point as you were saying it was sort of a lot of just like oh they went met their family there was no problem no one got into a fight the the person who was introduced to the family was like yeah this seems like a family i would want to be a part of like it's a lot of yeah pretty dry stuff so yeah yeah and like a lot of it could just seems like because you have like um ray's dad who is like a race car driver which is insane Mm -hmm. just being like yeah i like jake i think he's good for yeah and again like part of Part of the like, oh, they have a bunch of money. He's able to like afford to be a race car driver. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. And then you have like, um, because the first makeout we see between is like Ray and Jake. That's on camera. I don't know mm-hmm. what happens behind camera. We do get some like information about what happens behind the camera sort of said by the contestants, which we'll get into. But it just seems like. A lot of these people are like just sort of going through emotions. Like a lot of people, like say Madeline's friends, like um, Randall a lot more than they like Colby because <laughs> they're just like Colby's. Yeah, he's fine. He's he's loud and stuff like that. But like Randall is like he's hot. He's he kind of goes with emotions and stuff like that. And it's just. And apparently, like, I guess Madeline's fucking friend hooked up with, I guess, Kobe. I don't know. Maybe this was like a before thing before mm. he got introduced. And she's like, I don't really remember much of that night. So, okay, <laughs> fucking dragging Kobe. But yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of like, we, then we see like Zay meeting um, Shanique's family. They look like a nice family. Her mom was just like, yeah, like if you. If her mom looks per- like she could be her sister for fuck's sakes as well. By the way, just, and her dad looks like <laughs> her. Her dad. Uh, when it showed when, it, when her dad was talking, and then it was like Shanique's dad. I was like, you mean that's not her brother? <laughs> yeah. like, Holy fuck! They it's- look super young. They do. They look super young and they look great. And I feel like they have like a nice healthy family dynamic. Um, Because like her mom's like, you know, if you're not going to accept my daughter, like you like they liked Zay. They mm. did like him a lot. And they're just like, you know, you look like he's. And they sort of help him, not really help him, but they sort of like kind of bring Zay out of his shell and sort of like say what kind of is holding him back. What might be like, like he's dealing with a lot of like past family trauma and Mm. that he, he does express that he's not really in his family's life. They're not in his and stuff like that. And, you know, his mom is like, well, if they're not 
in your life, then they're missing out. And I feel like her, I feel like Shanique's mom is like a, seems like a lovely woman and she see, she looks like such a nice person and mm. a nice, healthy family dynamic. Um, that, you know, if it's nice, you know, you get to see a person really come out of themselves like emotionally and get to be vulnerable. And I find like, that's nice and stuff like that. It, it was a nice moment. And then, you know, it just seems like a lot of these times, like these people up into like before like girls night or the boys night shit, they're like in a honeymoon situation. So, and then we get girls night, boys night, you know, <laughs> that sort of shit. A lot of like, the shit com- that comes into the show is like the sort of like drama comes from people being intoxicated. Uh, I yeah, all of it. I think comes from being intoxicated. That's what I was saying before, where you just see the open bottles of liquor at, yeah. in their bedroom with yeah. the the gummies and stuff, or like uh, times where it's like someone just talking to the camera. And then they're standing in the kitchen, but then there's like a bottle of like cranberry juice and like cut limes and and all this mm-hmm. other shit. Because the first few episodes, they're sort of in this hotel experience where there is a bartender and things like that. And then after that, it they're all on their own and they're still drinking a shitload, but they're not always yeah. making mixed drinks and shit. Yeah, it's just... And it starts off like girls' night. They're like, "Oh yeah, let's girls' night, whatever." Woo! And then they get into <laughs> talking about it. Everyone gets mad. Like the girls <laughs> yeah. talk about like there's like making like because this is when they bring up like the behind the scenes issues. Mm. Like you have like Madeline being like, "Oh yeah, like Randall and I like we cuddled and I felt he had a boner," <laughs> and then we kiss off camera and stuff like that, and then. <laughs> Shanique was mad but then a part of me was just like I like I get you're mad but you like you kind of put yourself in this situation where you're you're in a reality yeah. show where you're kind of like ish, either you're 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 both issuing an ultimatum but you're also separated from yourself and all that mm. stuff and that comes up again like later where she she goes out with Randall and she's just like she gets mad and she walks off and like Randall's like, well, what did you expect? Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a weird situation. And then we get into, then it cuts to like boys night and they're just guys being dudes. They, they, they get into a fight too. They because, do. Uh, Colby's like, saying to zay he's just like oh yeah you uh you told that girl to come over and kiss me and he's just like no i didn't what are you talking about don't drag me into your shit so they get into a whole thing and that was like it was like hearing all of this stuff was where i started to realize i was like oh we're really not they're not filming them like as much as i would have have expected them to yeah and there's a lot of stuff that's like off camera that's happening and and kind of comes into play yeah so this is like the very first season so 
I haven't seen the second season yet. It may be different. Like, technically, it might be different. They might be, like, keep cameras on them the whole time. Like, we see that they do have cameras set up, like, in the hotel, Mm. in their houses, and stuff like that. But what we see is, like, a lot of, like, drama does come from off camera. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, Zay's getting mad that, like, Kobe... And I feel like... I don't know what happened. It's, like, one word versus the other, but... Anyways, so, and then Zay walks out like he always does. We see that a lot. He does walk away. He does do that a lot, yeah. <laughs> and then we see, like, another layer comes from April. Because we, I think this is when we really learn that she has, like, fertility issues. Because she says, like, yeah, um... Jake and I always, like, don't use protection. Mm. Like, at all. Like, he never pulls out. He doesn't wear condoms. I'm not on birth control. And then it's just, like... My problems is, like, what comes with this is, like, I think, sure, doing it raw. I don't know. (laughs) might have some appeal but like no birth control whatsoever and then you see like Madeline's face being like absolutely what the fuck is happening Mm. it's it is crazy to think that like it is weird because it's almost like he's just putting faith in her infertility because he doesn't want to be with her Uh, as he expresses through these episodes Jake Mm does not want to be with april he says to to ray the one that he's with he's like i want to end up with you at the end and i was like oh shit like that was one of the big oh shit like kind of moments or it's like oh this is somebody who's really bucking the trend here and, and like going the other way and i feel like you would think i don't know you would think a man who doesn't like commitment would want to just use all the protection that you can yeah but there we go um also like so you you have like say and jake they talk and stuff like that and again like a lot of these episodes it's just they just talk they talk yeah. about what happens and stuff like that. They talk and they talk with limited vocabulary. <laughs> they do. And they're saying the same thing over and over and over again. And you you do get that. I find you do get that a lot in reality TV. It's unscripted. Mm. You do get... I feel like the producers do prompt them. They're, reality TV, it's not that realistic. It's heavily mm. produced, but in the sort of sense of like scripts, I don't really think there's much besides no. what the host might say. So what you do get is like a lot of things that people's already said. So you do get like a lot of like we already talked about this, blah 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 blah. blah. And then it's just like after that night, like it seems like a lot of tempers just fucking fly, like they always do. And then you get, like, you get fights. Like, one moment where Shanique and Zay fight. Um, you know, they 
she's just like I. That's why I kind of like about Shanique. She kind of stands up for herself, you know. She's oh, she like, does. Yeah. She like Zay is like raising her voice. She's like, you know, like I feel uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable situation. Whatever. Like, of course, I'm gonna be making faces. You know, and Zay just kind of raises his voice. She's like, you know, you don't raise your voice at me. Whatever. And then they just he he leaves for like one of the many times he does. Josh, you look absolutely zooted. No, I'm listening to you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm just like <laughs> absolutely zooted. No, I'm just listening to you. It's just like I don't know what else to say about this at this time. Like I know I mean, their stuff it's crazy to think about the things they were upset about as we were fed them during the main episodes, because as we learned in the end, uh, they were probably the only couple that fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like of the, of the couples like involved. Uh, So it was like weird the way they were like piecing it out to us of, uh, Zay like sleeping on the couch, like they kind kind of like edited well, they edited it to make them seem like the not sexual ones, even though they kind of showed that scene of them like talking about it. But it mm-hmm. wasn't until later that they fully admitted that it was like, yeah, they clearly like went back and fucked and like thought everyone else was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. And either if they either if some of them went all the way or if anything like stuff like that, like. And then you have like. It's like this weird situation because you do have like some people like um, when Kobe did sleep with April and all that sort of deal like he went and slept with April and I was like wow that's weird like did he have like a lapse and obsession with Madeline and it's just like you have like all these sleep do you mean like actual sex I thought they just like slept in the same bed together they did make out on the bed. I think it was heavily implied that they did sleep together. Oh, I guess so. I just felt all the like, because all the making out that came from all the, from most of the couples, except for like a couple early ones, there's like one episode and it's like the last episode everyone's together. And that's when they like, make like all of them kiss. And I kind of yeah. felt like that was like something they planned. So I wasn't totally sure. But again, this comes yeah. into my like, not able to track it where i'm like oh shit they're talking about stuff that happened off camera i don't know <laughs> like maybe everybody did sleep together i don't know yeah it's a lot i think because like maybe like a lot of like this show it's like a lot of tell versus what mm. they show us like yeah. they do show us a lot but they also like they don't explicitly show us what happens we we just get a lot of tell versus show so it's just like and a lot of dog reactions which i loved <laughs> yeah they a lot of like dog cut, reactions they would yeah. cut over to like someone's dog just like <laughs> yeah so this so this like this whole like episode with like us going through this reality tv show it's it's just like a lot of us like expressing our feelings instead of going through like episode, 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 because I feel like unless like we 
actually sit down and go like this and this and this and it's just it's just a lot of us talking like this person talked and then this person talked and like yeah we and i feel like they do cut a lot of between like different like because you have like the first introductions and then just cuts we don't get like that full introductions or that full like morning afters with like every single mm. couple because it's just going to be them be like oh we're so awkward meh, 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 meh. it's just going to be a whole lot of the same thing um and we do get outbursts but in the whole scale of like reality tv outbursts they're not big not really no they're they're no. big in the scale of this show but even then like not completely like it, it's no it's, like there's you a don't, lot there's a lot of waiting you don't see like fucking reality like the real housewives of new jersey and they're flipping tables <laughs> and they're fucking yeah. yelling at the gym like no you don't I th- get that i think the biggest outburst we got was that uh after they do this sort of trial you you swap partners you go back to your original partners for three three weeks Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bigger ones we saw there was when April found the video on Jake's phone of yeah. uh, Array like twerking, and she like demonstrated it where she like got up on the chair because they do these like little, uh, not confessionals but like you know single camera like thing with them in a room with mirrors. Yeah, and she yeah, got yeah. up on the chair and did the dance. And it was fucking hilarious seeing them actually have the real video in the the final uh, uh, reunion episode where they yeah. played the real video that Buddy had on his phone along with her like doing that. That's like as crazy as it got in terms of yeah. what I expect from a reality TV show. But yeah. there was a lot like emotionally that happened along the way. Like I wasn't always certain someone was going to kiss somebody like early on Mm -hmm. you know kind of things like that yeah and then we get like say let's just let's just go right into the end here because it's just a lot of people people being like you know you slept with this person you have a couple walkouts you have like people being like i don't know if i feel this way so let's just go straight Mm. into the ultimatum day so what we have is like um like we have Randy Randall, sorry. Sorry Randall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall and Shanique, they're they're the first couples that we see. They step up. They're like they have this emotional moment, feeling like this sort of whole thing so they taught me a lot. They end up engaged. I'm not really surprised. Um and then you have April and Jake, they're sitting on a bench next to a horse stable. The weirdest fucking locations. Yeah. With Anyways. the horses still like like neighing at them and shit, which is pretty like, funny. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's no surprise Jake was like, you know, even if I'm not running off with Ray, it's still going to be a no. And it's just, it's obvious. And then it goes to Ray and Zay. You know, beforehand, Ray was like, I'm not sure if I want to get engaged. And Zay walks off. Like he always does. <laughs> and it's just like, 
And then you have like this moment of Jake and Ray. He goes like, "I have," and I probably was like, "Does he have a fucking ring?" But no, he has. He pulls out two tickets for anywhere in the world, and she's like, "Yes, I will go with you." And that's it. Which, and like, I think which was which was funny because he had the whole like breakup experience with April, and in of which he said, "I'm not running away with <laughs> with, Ray. with Ray." And then he ends up running away with Ray, <laughs> and then literally immediately like after that. And it's a funny thing about the editing of the show. They because they never change the tone of the music mm-hmm. or anything. No, no one's ever the bad guy. Everyone's the good guy. So yeah. they, uh, it's the it, it right in that same thing. It's like even though he said I'm not running away, and she had to walk off, they go do this, and then it's like oh, they're skipping through like a like a, a hollow wood. <laughs> yeah, and like a lot of it is also like the the length of time they they have April walking down a cobble like gravel path. Oh my god! And those huge and those ass wedges. Flats. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the wedges. Oh god! I was like, you could see her like ankles go like this a couple times. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh that poor girl. No, please, somebody come like help her out. Yeah, someone come in with a golf cart and just pick her up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have, which I think is like the craziest moment, is like for myself, it's like. Madeline and Colby so Colby proposes she says yes which is but but something that we should talk about is the fact that Colby was the only one who went outside of people that were because they were kind of given they were given it seemed that everyone was given free time to go out to clubs and and they interacted with each other or interacted with other people and we weren't really ever told about this except what they told us but he clearly like kissed somebody out there. Yeah, went back to somebody's room at four a.m. Yeah, like it's... It, we're never really totally given the full thing, but he probably like fucked somebody. He probably did. It's like we've seen. It's completely different what we see on screen versus off screen. So we have like mm. on screen the first couple episodes. I'm like, damn, Colby is obsessed with madeline like he loves this girl like he's not gonna stray and then off screen he goes off and does this Mm. so it's i don't understand and then he comes back and he just you know proposes to her gets married five seconds afterwards he goes yeah i was surprised it's like a, a justice of the peace comes in and then while you're married. while you're in this fucking like Marshall's like fucking sundress, <laughs> want to get yeah. married? <laughs> yeah. And then that's that's it. Until, that's pretty like, much it. Because yeah, in the in the episode where they're doing the the only two people that, well, only few people that aren't are Zay and April. Uh, and April are the only two people that aren't in that because they they've swapped. Uh, but yeah, it was funny that like April gets her whole moment of being said no. When they cut to Zay, it's just like him like pushing a like wheelie bag through like an very, apartment. Very sadly. It's just like he's just like pushing <laughs> it's it. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Just it's like just putting, he's not even dragging it like the way you drag it through an airport. Just like pushing it on all four wheels around and just like mm. locking up a door and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's and you know but it makes sense he was the most immature because then when we get into the the reunion episode he yeah. still is this he's the one who walks away he does he does um, it again so and which you know from underlying trauma which she expressed during that family dinner scene with Shanique and it's it's understandable you know you don't want to express those feelings that you've had yeah. you know if he sees it easier to walk away is it healthy no mm. but it's just and he and he latched onto it really quickly too because that was where he was like oh this seems like a family i'd want to be a part of like mm -hmm. he just like got sucked into the family shit real quick and easy yeah because yeah um and to see like that openness in a family that accepts you right off it's hard not to latch onto it so yeah and we we do get like a reunion episode um i think the biggest difference we notice is with like physically is with um colby and madeline she's pregnant like yeah <laughs> seven months pregnant madeline's pregnant uh april is dating a guy who does not show up in this uh but she says he's an older guy and i was like that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah and um jake is single yeah yeah and um, ray had been dating a woman but mm -hmm. she wasn't sure how it was going yeah it was kind of some of the like the major things and she expressed like yeah being uncomfortable being bisexual or how i should say how other people made her uncomfortable being bisexual so that was that was kind of a a final mm -hmm. revelation kind of thing but and it's weird yeah because it's like it's like the first three episodes and the last two really fall into the format and formula mm -hmm. of what you expect from reality tv from at least for myself being someone who remembers it from a million years ago and being old yeah um, but to see what they did with this now, I don't really know if I did care for all the stuff in between, but it did no. hit a few, it hit a few high notes when they were like looking through each other's phones and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, uh, I love this, the trashiness of like, oh, they're looking through each other's phones, yeah, like, finding these videos. I feel like we all like but connect. They... Yeah. Sorry not to keep talking over you, but no, it, no, no, you go I... ahead. You, you got it. I feel like to relate, like we, when we watch reality TV shows, we love the messiness or like the other, because like, say like versus this and the Kardashians, like it may not be completely messy all the time, but I get to watch their lives as billionaires, you know, mm. I get to see their beautiful homes. I get to see like their beautiful lives and stuff like that. And for a moment, I'm sort of transported there and with this these are just normal people and i feel like a lot of people will watch say like this and like 90 day fiance 90 day fiance more so because like mm. all these people are in like these weird relationships there's like a weirdness to it that kind of keeps us sort of in tune Versus that of just watching like continuous, you know, yeah. relationship issues well, like, yeah. And 90 Day Fiance is even stranger 
mm. than this. Like it's even more of a circus sideshow. Whereas this, I was expecting the circus sideshow and really got something that is trying to be, I think, show some sort of normal people mm-hmm. side of things. Like it's almost yeah. like in vogue and and weirder to be normal with with, yeah. with reality shows now. And that's maybe what is kind of like hit it because the like critic reviews are like off the charts for this show and it's already spawned a a, a, a queer version and a season two and and probably yeah. some other things like it's it, it really exploded and i can get how with certain people it would or people that are mm-hmm. uh ipad kids like in the way they've been exposed to things to see something that like maybe tones it down a bit might be exciting to them but it wasn't what i was expecting no yeah it's definitely it's because like what we see is sort of kind of what we acknowledge with this whole like group of people like you know they're living their lives as engaged or single people and that's like everyone people that we do know like we know engaged people we know like single people we know people who are becoming parents we know all this stuff so it's like really like nothing new so yeah and even even the messes that they got into were not new of like somebody claiming like colby being like oh we're actually a open relationship because he was paired with April, who was clearly never going to put out. They both were like the two that weren't going to put out with each other. And he was like, well, I'm going to go find it somewhere else because yeah. I assume she's doing that. And so it's yeah, yeah, the, even their problems don't escalate to a point of fantasy. It's always like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got friends with these problems. <laughs> yeah. Versus that of like 90 Day Fiance, you know, you have like these like people who are, you know, in relationships with someone say like in fucking russia india Mm. china all these all these different locations and we don't necessarily understand that and then sometimes we get like these weird like messes with people we get like these like these oddball couples where you have like a much older person going for a much younger person we're just like oh man look at these people like almost like a sideshow <laughs> sort of deal yeah and like the reason why like i chose this pot like this sort of s- series is just like it's a weird series it's a weird like and it's whole concept it's weird mm. and the first season is tamer compared to like more extreme reality tv shows because i feel like with the most extreme it is the more in depth you have to go yeah and the more breakdowns you have to have of the episodes well with this one i just sometimes just skip a couple scenes (laughs) and i know it's still know what's happening like this person's mad this person's dead blah 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 blah. (laughs) meanwhile i'm like watching the whole thing i'm like god if i skip there could be like a sentence she brings up and i'm not gonna know what she's talking about that's fucking funny no but yeah it's it is you know like when we watch when i watch reality tv shows it's also like sometimes i can put them on in the background and Mm. it could be like little dribbles like 
droning on or something. And then as soon as I hear like someone yelling, I'm like stopping what I'm doing and I'm watching what's happening. <laughs> Snap in, yeah. Snap in. And I feel like a lot of people who do watch reality TV shows will have like that same thing where they just mm. like they focus on the most crazy aspects of it. And it is like that sort of break of reality with reality. So Cool. No, yeah. I, I admittedly even did the same thing that there was times where it's like, OK, I've got it. And I'd be like starting to do something. And then like I was like, oh, wait, oh, no. Nope. And I'd be like rewinding to like see yeah, where yeah, the yeah. start of the fight happened. Yeah. So like with this one, that's what it was. But yeah, it is funny. It's the way that this show carried itself was almost in service to that because yeah. there's so much that is kind of like low energy and mm-hmm. waiting waiting to kind of spring on you yeah it's you know having say like versus like 90 day fiance because keep bringing it up like versus like this like in the ultimatum like yeah i like this person you're with now they're nice and stuff like this and then versus that of 90 day fiance this person's like 25 years younger than you from the philippines they want your money they want this they want that and you have like these huge like family fights and it's like almost like you know if you see that in a family you're just like wow you're just like you see that as a viewer and you're like yeah completely you know entrapped in it so yeah it's the listening in on your neighbor's effect it is of the other ones whereas this one it's like um it's too real (laughs) yeah yeah i've already been there yeah anyways uh that was the ultimatum season one last thoughts what do you think um i i was pretty fascinated by it as somebody who like i said i haven't like consciously watched reality tv since like flavor of love Mm-hmm. Where people were like shitting on each other's floors and spitting in each other's mouths, yeah, yeah, to uh, to like get a chance to fake marry, uh, <laughs> flame of flame, yeah. So it was a really uh, oh, one second, my phone. I'm getting a call on my phone, so I can't hear what I'm doing. I just need to find my phone real quick. Yeah, but. You know, like, this is, like, I feel like the tamest that we could have gotten. And, like I said, like, we've we've had, like, the very first half of this episode where I go so in-depth <sighs> okay. of what's happening. But, like, after that, you're just, like, this is, like, a sort of, like, season or series where you can watch, like, the first two episodes and you get the gist of it. And then you can watch, like, the last episode and be like, okay. This is what happened. This is what blah, 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 blah. And this is like, personally, this is like an episode, like series I can put on, do my laundry. And then, you know, just tune in once, once the stuff gets good. So, yeah. There we go. Okay. 
there was like music playing in the background and i was like trying to f- so first i got a, a phone call from like a telemarketer and i didn't know where my phone was it had fallen on the floor mm-hmm. and then that somehow it activated music to play on itunes so there was just like music playing that i couldn't figure out what device oh it was coming from um so yes Sorry, continue. I'm back now. No, that was I it. I can hear what's happening. Okay, <laughs> so, you missed all of that. So all right. I'm glad. So, don't worry. Don't worry. You don't have to repeat it. There's just going to be a video of me cut searching around for yeah, like, uh, yeah. an insanity device uh, in the background, but that's fun. Yeah. So now saying this is like, this is like an early concept of what I kind of want to do with a podcast through Fox Co- Crow. I'm still getting out the nitty gritty. Do I want to have like long episodes where I go through each and single episode? Maybe not. Do I do like an episode like for a season? This this seems to be like good enough where I can do like a two hour episode going through the season, like the major parts. But then again, this is like a 10 episode season. Versus mm. that of like a 25 episode of like 90 Day Fiance. And there's so much more stuff happening. So I'm still f- trying to get the nitty gritty of it all. And uh, yeah. Still great trial period. Always fun to try it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to be involved in stuff in the future. <laughs> yeah. Because I love getting to check out like reality tv shit so yeah i mean off the bat like this is like just like trial episode like are people gonna listen to it this is kind of what we're going to see is it gonna make sense to people who are really into these reality tv shows are they just gonna listen to us travel on and stuff like that it's it's just like this <laughs> it's like a filler episode because nathan isn't here he isn't here for us <laughs> to keep on track and all this stuff so it's just like it's just us trying to figure out stuff and if people like this then i will continue to either do a spinoff series of me and josh or myself and someone else going through different reality tv shows sure but people hate this episode then absolutely fucking not (laughs) (laughs) i'm not putting myself out there for that for that hatred that hatred (laughs) cool so uh yeah this is this is it um i don't think i'm gonna say much about it because we just spent two hours going over like some of the bits that happened of this tv show awesome all right all right um we next release is the what are we releasing next next episode of the video called siege siege is it siege i think pretty sure it's siege it is siege i think so maybe all right i hope so I, if it's not, people are going to get a really fun surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, this is it. Goodbye, cultists. I hope you like it. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, all stop right. making excuses for these fucking psychopaths. They liked it. They ate it all up. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
All right. Goodbye, cultists. We'll see you in the next episode with Nathan. But just know Nathan's probably on an island somewhere. Just. It's true. Hunting humans for sport. So, goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that masked stranger hiding in your closet. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.